and welcome to The Bookmark, a podcast sponsored by the Wallingford Public Library, where we obsess about books, culture, and library life. My name is Allison, and I'm a children's librarian and a self-professed book nerd who loves to read, listen, and talk about books, authors, and illustrators. And with me is my friend, Cindy. Hi, everyone. My name is Cindy, and I'm a reference and readers advisory librarian, and I'm also a self-proclaimed book nerd, although I read more books than I listen to. I could talk about books and authors all day, and sometimes I do. On today's show, we'll be sharing some updates on the library's reopening plans and talking about all the summer reading programs we've got going on. We'll also discuss some recommended books by Black authors and return to our Cook the Book segment with a focus on cookbooks and recipes by Black chefs. So Cindy, what have you been up to these days? There's been a lot going on in the <laughs> library, I have to say. For sure. Uh, uh, let me see, where should I begin? The library's curbside pickup program, Park and Pickup, is going like bang- gangbusters. We've yeah. actually um, increased the number of appointments to 60, 60 per day during the week and 30 on the weekends. That's a significant increase from where we began, and we're still booking a few days ahead, which is Definitely. just tremendous. Um, the big news is that on July 6th, we will be reopening for hour-long computer appointments. Um, uh, you can make appointments on the website or by calling us, and you'll, you'll have full access to the computers. You'll be able to send faxes and scan and make copies. We won't be able to help you on the computers, unfortunately. You'll have to do your stuff on your own, but we will be in the building and available. We're also broadening our home delivery service called At Your Doorstep for people who uh, have been affected by COVID-19 and don't feel comfortable leaving their homes to come. If you're interested in receiving your books by delivery, uh, you can give Deb Ward a call at the library and she can help you fill out an application and then get books to you. so those are so big, big steps towards slowly getting back to normal, which will feel really good. It's exciting. Um, now, the adult, so the summer reading programs, even though this is not a normal summer, um, sure. all three departments, the adult department, the teen, and the children's are running summer reading programs, and um, they're pretty creative, uh, and mm-hmm. I have to say they're pretty great. So I'm just going to share the adult program. Um, which is a summer healing program uh, where you can earn badges and ultimately work towards great prizes as always. The sign up is on the website or you can call the library and ask for Leah Farrell. She's in charge. Uh, we met Leah on an earlier edition yes, of the podcast. So the, 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 you can track um, your activities under bookworm, nature, community, or wellness. And there's a series of eight activities that you can do from the comfort of your home or by keeping social distancing uh, to, to meet all, all the targets of each of those four categories. And when you've done all of them, you get a badge. And every time you do one, you are entered to win a prize. Nice. So it's, it's that simple. And a lot of these a lot of these items, so, you know, one is, for example, under the community badges, order takeout from a Wallingford restaurant. I love that. <laughs> I love that, um, Under the nature bag, it's go for a stroll outside. So they're all things that will make us feel better and a little bit more connected while keeping safe. Awesome. 
Awesome. What, uh, the, what's going on with children's? Okay, so we have a very exciting summer planned. Um, we've been working hard to take our summer program virtual. We have um, two programs. One is for kids who are going into grades kindergarten through sixth grade, and it's called Outside the Box, Read, Make, Grow. And similar to the adult program and the teen program, the kids, they complete fun challenges. Um, and as they go along, they will be automatically, automatically entered into, into a drawing to win a gift card to a local vendor or an online store. And we haven't forgot the babies, toddlers, and preschoolers. They can also participate with their families. It's called Outside the Box, a summer read together program. And we know that little ones love to hear the same book over and over again. So families feel free to share the same book with the child. It still counts. For every 10 books the family reads together, they'll be entered into a drawing for a gift card to a local restaurant. And again, you can find that information, as Cindy said, online, um, on our website, or you can call us for a paper copy. And I am going to speak a little bit um, for Jen, our wonderful teen librarian, about the YA program that we have this summer. It's also called, similar to the adult program, Outside the Box, a teen summer healing program. And they want you to stay connected with the library so you can enjoy virtual programs and enjoy and earn virtual badges for each book you read. And you can connect with nature or an actual mindfulness, act of mindfulness. It's open to all kids who are entering grades six through 12. There's no registration required. The grand prize winner will receive a $100 gift card courtesy of Walmart and Walmart. All right. That's, That's a lot. Serious. Yeah. yeah. Um, and all of these programs run from tomorrow, which is July 1st through August 22nd. And again, you can find all this information on the library's website. Yep, the, 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 the cohesive theme of all three is outside the box, which, right. which is, I guess, what we're, how we're all going through this time. Yeah, um, we're all thinking a little bit differently now that we have to do things virtually. Um, so, Cindy, let's shift gears. Today, on today's episode, we are going to focus on talking about books by Black authors or books that feature Black characters. And I am dying to know to hear about the books you're, you're going to share. One of them is on my definite to read list. So let's hear what you have to share with us today. Um, so yeah, it, uh, you know, obviously this is um, very topical. The um, books uh, tackling racism have been flying off the bookshelves or at the top of the bestseller list. And it's a good time to remember that there are novels that sometimes a lot easier for people to read than nonfiction that get at the same topics um, from, a, from a different, or more relatable in some ways vantage point. And there are two that are, um, that are being prominently advertised uh, by nationwide book clubs. The first is The Vanishing Half by Britt Bennett, which is the Barnes and Noble book club pick for June. And it's about uh, twins who, um, who have light, light skin, black twins who have light skin. And one of them as an adult is leading the life of a black woman and has married a black man uh, and the other is passing for white quote unquote and is is married to a white man um, who doesn't who knows nothing about her family um, and is, is living the life frankly of white privilege and it's and it's about how that goes down um, it's getting a lot of attention as you might imagine the sure. second book is Oprah's new book club pick and it's mm -hmm. called Deacon King Kong it's by James McBride it came out a few months ago 
um, and it is set in the, in the Bronx uh, in the 1970s. Um, and the characters, I read that, I read Deacon King Kong um, uh, while the library was closed. And I, I, I came to it with not that much in the way of high expectations, but I actually thought the writing was spectacular and the really? characters really engaging and fun. And, um, and, it, and it, it brought to life um, a, a, a time and a place that felt very real. Um, so that would be, a, that's a great read. I would also recommend any book written by Colson Whitehead. Yes. Um, his most recent novel, The Nickel Boys, got a tremendous amount of press and won the Pulitzer Prize not that long ago. His last novel, Underground Railroad, also won the Pulitzer Prize um, and won books. the National Book Award. And, but basically anything he's written um, is excellent and features in some way or another um, themes, themes relating to black characters. Um, similarly, Jasmine Ward, whose last two novels, Savage the Bones and Sing, Unburied Sing, both won the National Book Award. Her writing is incredibly powerful. Her books are not very long. Um, and um, they, they in, I, I think I've read and I agree that there's a little bit of Faulkner in her writing, but that shouldn't, that shouldn't frighten people. That just is a compliment. Um, one nonfiction title I wanted to mention is called Cast, C-A-S-T-E. Um, it's by Isabel Wilkerson, who, who wrote the award-winning The Warmth of Other Suns about um, the migration of Blacks from the South to the North. Cast, which is coming out in August, posits that there's an unspoken hierarchical system that has been in place in this country for centuries. And it is that that we are, are that is the legacy that we struggle with today. Mm -hmm. um, uh, I, it is sure to be a bestseller. And finally, just, just uh, because it's near and dear to my heart, I'm gonna mention an oldie but a goodie, which is Alex Haley's Roots. Um, Allison and I uh, are old enough to remember when um, Roots was an extraordinary and epic miniseries on television. Groundbreaking. It, groundbreaking. It had never been, and nothing like that had ever been done before. I was in elementary school, and I remember coming in after each episode, and everybody just wanted to talk about it. Mm -hmm. um, uh, the, the Roots is a novel, but it is a, an incredibly autobiographical novel based on Alex Haley's family um, coming over, being brought over as slaves. Um, and, and what happened to them over the generations. And if you haven't read it, I highly, highly recommend it. Definitely, definitely. What have you got for us, Allison? So I have um, four children's books to talk to you about. They're all picture books. Um, three of them are brand new, and one of them came out about a year ago. The first book is called I Am Brown, and it's by Ashok Banker, illustrated by Sandhya Prabhat. And it's, it's basically a poem um, in a children's book. It starts off with the words, I am brown, I am beautiful, I am perfect, I am love, I am friendship, I am happiness. And I, I love this book because it celebrates both the uniqueness and the ordinariness of brown-skinned children. It shows that they can live anywhere, they can worship anywhere, they eat many different things, they wear many different clothes, but it celebrates the variety um, that make the world exciting. The other book that I'd like to recommend to you is another new book, wonderful, it's called Cool Cuts and it's by Mikkel Rene Rowe and it's basically a celebration of hip black hairstyles 
for children. It has the repeated phrase, I am awesome. It's a vibrant picture book that just shows on each page uh, an illustration of a child with different kind of hair, uh, cornrow, afro. It's just fun and empowering. The third book is called Let the Children March, and it's by Monica Clark Robinson and illustrated by Frank Morrison. This is a nonfiction book that is based on real events from the 1963 Birmingham, Alabama um, event in which thousands of African-American children volunteered to march for their civil rights after they heard Dr. Martin Luther King speak. They pro these children protested the laws that kept black people separate from white people. And although they were fearing hate and danger, these children use their voices to change the world. And I just think that's such a great message for kids that they can speak up and that they can change the world. And my that sounds, last- that's, That one I really, that one sounds tremendous. It's amazing. And the fourth book is called Brown Sugar Babe. And it's another picture book, new picture book. It's by Charlotte Watson Sherman. And it's illustrated by a chem. Um, the little, little girl in the story has doubts about the color of her skin. And her mother shows her all the wonderful things that brown can be. It's a message of self-love and acceptance. And the illustrations are rich and dreamy and they use color to celebrate all of the senses, all of the five senses. So whether you have, if you're a listener and you have a grandchild or a niece or a nephew or a child of your own, or you just wanna pick up a wonderful picture book for children, I recommend all four of these books. And we have many, many more at the library. Those sound fantastic, really, yeah. Allison, they do. Um, so I'm, I'm, you know, Jen, Jen as um, Allison mentioned, our wonderful teen librarian, Jen Nash, could not be with us today. So Allison got to talk about her summer reading program and I get to talk about um, the book she would recommend in this category. Yeah. Um, the first is uh, um, by actually a Connecticut author named Marilyn Nelson and it's called A Wreath for Emmett Till. Um, uh, that's a name that probably will resonate for a lot of people. He was uh, murdered, a 14 year old African-American boy who was murdered in 1955 in Mississippi, Mississippi allegedly for whistling um, or speaking to a white woman. Um, no one has ever been convicted for his murder. And the book is a compilation of 15 poems. And, and, and just lyrically, the last line of one poem is the first line of the next so that they oh, flow that. together. And in the last poem, the last poem is made up of the first lines of each of the other 14 How cool. poems. So, so it's, it's an extraordinary work. Um, the second is, um, actually a, 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 a YA version of a book called Stamped from the Beginning, which is an, which is an adult book by Ibram Kendi, um, which won the National Book Award in 2016. And Jason Reynolds, who is the author of the very popular um, Ghost, of the track series books, and is actually the Library of Congress's National Ambassador for Young yeah. People's Literature. He's took, amazing. Took, um, took Stamped from the Beginning and and redid it for young people and called it Stamped, Racism, Anti-Racism, and You, a remix of the National Book Award winning Stamped from the Beginning. So that is a, a terrific book to pick up right now. Um, and finally, Jen recommended two books by the great Angie Thomas, The Hate You Give and On the Come Up. Um, they, are, they are novels, they're, but realistic fiction that take on um, today's social issues with a target on, on the issues that are face or facing inner city black children today. So I, I, I think um, 
those are all superb suggestions from Jen. They are. They are. I love Angie Thomas. The Hate You Give is, is an amazing, amazing book. Amazing. I highly recommend it to everybody. And, you know, I've always been a believer of reading adult, uh, adults reading YA books. I mean, just because it's a young adult book, lots and lots and lots of young adult books are, could equally be an adult book. Uh, they, they read just as well for adults. So highly recommend it for adults. I completely agree. That, that's a very fine distinction between YA and, and adult fiction. Definitely. So let's shift gears a little bit because you and I are always hungry and always looking to <laughs> share a recipe. Uh, you already told me what you're making for dinner tonight and I'm excited for that because I'm always looking for new ideas. Um, and today we are going to focus on cookbooks written by black authors. The book that I'm going to re um, recommend to you today is called The Red Rooster Cookbook. It's by Marcus Samuelson. Marcus Samuelson, you may know from the Cooking Channel, from his books, and from his TV shows and documentaries. He's such a, seems like such a cool guy. He's, um, I believe he was born in Nigeria, and he was um, Ethiopian, I think. Excuse me, Ethiopian, excuse me, yep. Ethiopian yep. Um, and adopted by parents in Sweden. And he and his, is it sister or brother? I think sister. I think sister. Yeah. yeah. And so such a dichotomy of different cultures. Um, he um, is such a humble, um, introspective, kind person. He, it comes off in his writing. In this Red Rooster cookbook, it talks, the Red Rooster um, is in a restaurant in Harlem. It's super famous. And he breaks up this book into different segments talking about just kind of a life at the Red Rooster. And um, the recipe that I cooked is called Obama's short ribs. And if you've ever cooked short ribs, they are just oh, unctuous and delicious. Um, they do have a good deal of fat in them, but you know, fat is flavor. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they just, you cook them until they fall off the bone. Um, I love this recipe because it kind of has sort of an Asian sort of twist in it with um, soy sauce and ginger and um, I think some fish sauce as well. You just cook it for a really long time and it's just delicious. So highly recommend that. I think it's also something you could probably start on the stove and cook in the crock, in the crock pot in the hot weather too, if you wanted to, because it does you know, Yeah, if you don't want it, yes. You don't want to heat the up short your ribs house. are definite, low, uh, low and slow is the low way to cook and slow. short ribs. Yes. So they're great for the slow cooker. Yeah. Or you could probably do them on a low flame on the stove top oh, yeah. for several hours instead of turning on the oven in the That's summer true. too. And what did you cook, Cindy? So um, my, my choice for this segment is a, is a recipe by Tanya Holland, um, who is the executive chef at a restaurant in Oakland, California called Brown Sugar Kitchen, which right away, mm. if you're a baker, like I really am more than a, than a cook, um, is a great, great name for a restaurant. Mm -hmm. She's known for her take on soul food and comfort food. Um, she's been uh, a Food Network host and a regular guest chef on the Today Show, and she's won a ton of awards. She actually was born in Hartford, um, oh, but moved to Rochester with her family when she was young, and, and now obviously she lives in California. Um, she has two cookbooks, the, the New Soul Cooking, which came out uh, over 15 years ago, and Brown Sugar Kitchen, which of course is the cookbook from her, her restaurant. Um, and I picked one of my all-time favorite recipes, which is a red velvet mm -hmm. layer cake recipe. I am a complete sucker for red velvet cake. You know, I've never had it. Oh, 
Oh, I've never oh, had it. <laughs> well, we're going to fix that. I'm going to, I have, then now I'm going to make this and bring oh, it in. Oh, good. I can't okay. believe you've never had red velvet no. cake. It is so, can you believe it? So the thing about red velvet cake is no one can quite figure out, um, unless you've made one, what, what the flavor is because it, of course, it's this deep, dark, red, rich color, which is just from food coloring. Um, but it's not quite a vanilla cake and it's not quite a chocolate cake and no one can figure it mm. out. Um, but it is not hard to make. It, it's just, if you've ever made a layer cake, it's just, it's just a normal cake. It has a couple of unusual ingredients, but that's all. Wow. Um, and you, uh, and she makes it with a cream cheese frosting, which is typical. Um, I've seen it also with a more of a, of a light, almost whipped cream type frosting, but it is such, such a moist, um, delicious, flavorful cake. And it's usually a, on the lighter side. It's not as, it's not a dense, heavy cake. Um, Maybe I'll make that for 4th of July and I'll put some blueberries on top and there, there you, go, you red, go, red, white, and blue. Now you're talking. Hey, uh, there's my inspiration. I'm, I'm telling you, red velvet cake is the bomb. Yeah, you're the baker. I'm the cook. <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay. We compliment each other. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. So uh, go ahead, Cindy. So yeah, so um, that's the stuff we wanted to talk to you about this time. Um, thanks for listening to us. Allison and I would love for our next show to answer your questions. Um, do you want some specific book recommendations from us? Are you focused on specific genres or are there new genres you're interested in trying? Do you want some um, read-alike suggestions? Uh, you know, I, I love Where the Crawdads Sing, what can I read that's like it? Or I just finished the new Ellen Hildebrand Nantucket novel and I need other beach books like her. Um, ask us what 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 your book needs are and we will do our best to help you um send us emails allison will give you our emails at the end of the program and we will respond in our next episode we're so excited the doctors are. are in <laughs> the book doctors <laughs> oh so so thank you so much for listening today everybody Please stay tuned to our website and social media for our next show. We will post the links to all of the books that we talked about in our show notes. Please subscribe to this podcast on Apple or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. And to send us comments either on the show or for the, our next episode for the book recommendations or author recommendations, you can email me at amurphy at wallingfordlibrary.org or Cindy at C Haken, H-A-I-K-E-N, at wallingfordlibrary.org. That's it for this show. Thanks for listening, and happy reading. Bye, everyone.